Thanks for locking in with 77 Flavors of Chicago. We're your host, Dario. And I'm Sarah, and I hope you're ready to learn with us. Today, we talking about Rust Street. Yeah, buddy. Arguably the first street. It could be. It could be. It could be. Could be the first. Could be. It could also not be the first. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just up there. We know that. Uh, but first, push your phone in a little bit. Man, don't worry about this phone. This phone, this phone, this phone trash. I'm just playing. Damn. Uh, but first, did you know uh, that uh, Chicago's first mayor, William B. Ogden, mm-hmm. also had Chicago's had his house built by Chicago's first architect? Wow. Yeah. Did y'all know that? Y'all probably like uh, what? Say that again. Let me say it again for you. Let me say it again for you. <laughs> Chicago's first mayor had his His house house. built by Chicago's first architect. Wow. And that architect's name was John M. Van Osdell. And the house was located on Rush Street, of course. It was Mm -hmm. a mansion, not a house. Sorry to disrespect you like that, Mr. Ogden. Uh, And uh, it's located on Rush, Wabash, Ontario, and uh, Erie. So that little block and Wabash... Was not called Wabash uh, back then. What was it called? I I didn't write that down. I just know it wasn't Wabash. Mm. Begin with a C. Uh, begin with a C. Mm. But it wasn't Wabash. So fun fact there. Interesting. Fun fact, yeah. Uh, the house obviously did not survive the uh, fire. <laughs> the fire. But uh, yeah, how's uh, how's your week going? Uh, or how was your week? What was the best part of your week? Huh. Mm. Well. I'm gonna go first this time. Yeah, go ahead. And man, we launched a podcast, a second <gasps> podcast. We <laughs> sure did. That was the only thing that I was feels worried like about. So long ago. It does. It does. Uh, we we put a lot of work into that. Um, besides the monetary uh, going to these places, but like <laughs> we, put, we we really did yeah. think about how we wanted this to go, and we it's going to evolve and get better. If there's yeah, anything, yeah, of course, yeah. as we get feedback. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah. And we do a bit more, like, more research, and we kind of, like, feel it out. Do what we did with this podcast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this, Except this, this new one is starting 10,000 steps ahead of the first one. <laughs> yeah, a million. It's so, like, if you let, you know, this iteration of 77 is, like, number 55. You know what For I mean? For real. Like, we've changed so many things about this podcast that I'm sure you, people have noticed over the time. Yeah. If you've been, like, listening from the beginning a lot of people have told us like wow you've come a long mm-hmm. way from the shenanigans of the first few episodes and i agree the like, we still got shenanigans now but not the same you said but not the not the bullshit yeah you know what and I, mean? I think <laughs> like with this one we are already so far ahead because we have like three years of podcast experience basically mm-hmm. um that it doesn't feel as daunting yeah but there's also like pressure to um do well make but i'm also like with this one it's for me like it just feels more f- for fun. It does feel more fun, but this is seven seven is fun too. But I know what you mean. This uh, is well. To be honest, uh, a lot of our livelihood comes from this podcast. So like, there's a lot more pressure to make sure that this to make it is, goes, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I the guess. the travel one is so new. It feels like how seventy seven felt in the beginning. Like we're just making it for us, and it's right. just fun, right? Um, Don't get it, it twisted. Seventy seven is still fun, y'all. We just but you, you hear what she's saying. But it's yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it's just also a life. it's also partly our job. Yeah, like yeah. you know, it's the Instagram page is our job. Uh, the podcast is our job. The website, like all of it, you know. So yeah, um, it, it's it might seem like we're, we're having a blast, which we are, but 
there's a lot of thought. <laughs> we, there's a lot of sleepless nights and thought that go behind this podcast, and yeah. we haven't hit that yet with uh, yeah. with the traveling podcast. Yeah. So. But if you haven't subscribed yet, it's uh, if you are subscribed to Seventy Seven, you probably got the notification for the traveling uh, podcast. It's called Traveling While POC. But if you haven't, you can also go subscribe to that one individually. Yes. Uh, separate from Seventy Seven, which would also help us. It, that would help us um, a lot. So, so I, that we, can, we, that we put it in, chart by itself. We put it on here because you know that that may not be a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like individually, but if you want to rock with us, but don't want to clutter up uh, your your podcast feed with all those things, we, we kind of decided that way. Yeah. But uh, but if it's so good, if it's if it's in your heart, just go ahead. Yeah. And like we got our own channel on uh, podcast and now, we do have so our you can just channel. click the seventy seven flavors yeah. channel and uh, subscribe to both of them. Yep. So and you can also follow us on Instagram. It's also travel traveling POC on yes. Instagram. But if you search uh, traveling on POC, uh, you'll see it there. You know, find us, you'll find that. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but, but that was it's it's been fun. It's yeah. it's gonna be fun. It's it's Can gonna I, be very okay, fun. Okay, so here's my uh, highlight of my week. Okay, it's kind of a why. It's a, guys, it's another crochet story, but not necessarily <laughs> anything to do with my crochet. Class. Oh yeah, this one is wild. This one's actually really weird. So a lot of you know that I grew up in Jordan, right? And I moved here for college. And when I was in Jordan, I was one of the very few students that, when the king in Jordan decided to open up a boarding school that was um mirrored after his school in the u.s deerfield academy uh he opened king's academy right and so i was the first class to go there Mm. so i was the first freshman class at king's academy uh, when it opened in 2009 and uh what's crazy we're sitting in the crochet class and we're all talking about like what languages we speak and stuff like that mind you these like i love this class so much um and i've the tea is good (laughs) yeah but also like the company is great i don't know it's just like it's become my uh i just have to go like i just i enjoy it so much but uh i'm sitting next to someone in the class and um i've sat next to her a bunch we talk all the time like you know but like chit chat you know nothing crazy and uh we're talking about who speaks what languages and she mentioned her daughter had tried to learn arabic Mm -hmm. and I said, oh, uh, she's like, oh, she tried to learn Arabic when she was living in Jordan. And I was like, I'm from Jordan. And uh, she goes, oh, no, wait, where are you from? And I say, I'm from Amman, which is the, the capital Maine. city. And I go, where did your daughter live? And she goes, oh, she lived in Madaba. I was like, oh, at the American University of Madaba. Like, that's for me, logically, mm-hmm. you go as a study abroad student, you go to the American University. And she goes, uh, oh, no, she... Um, you know, at the time the king had started the school, I was like, shut up. Oh, wow. So her daughter had already graduated college and was uh, came to uh, Jordan to the to King's Academy as one of the like not an advisor. They were like a young group of students that came after they had done their school to kind of like help set it up because uh, no schools barely any schools in jordan are the u.s system of schools so like we don't have sats we don't have ap's are we are british so like all of our schools are british so the systems are not familiar um these the people that came it it kind of like help set the culture up for the school right Mm, for the boarding it's the first boarding school and so these students came and her daughter was one of the people that came to the school. She lived in the same dorm that I did, mm. and she was my uh, volleyball coach. That's a small-ass world. Like, that, we're small. sitting in our public library yeah. next to each other in our neighborhood yeah. and talking about that. Yeah, that's and small. her daughter and I had met, like, 15, 17 years ago. That's small-ass world. 
on the other side of the world. <laughs> that's a that's a small world. Isn't that crazy? Chicago is so big, but so small. Literally. At the same time. And she visited campus to visit her daughter while I was there. So mm. like mm. we you know what so I mean? Y'all was, so like we existed in, in the, the same, same space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same, at the same time. time. Y'all probably almost two decades ago. Yeah, yeah. That's like, hey, that's wild. We probably had lunch in the in the uh dining hall together, like at yeah. the same space. Like when I tell you the first two classes were so small, yeah. there was less than fifty of us. That's you know what crazy. I mean? So like it was tiny. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's like uh that's like the I mean, nothing is drastic, but when I was in uh Plainfield mm-hmm. uh in high school there. You know, I was in English class, and it was the first day of that English class, right? And we given, um, you know, going around saying names. I'm Dario, and I'm from here, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, this girl behind me goes, wait, what? What's your name? <laughs> I said, uh, Dario. She said, such and such. I ain't going to say the name. Yeah, yeah. But she said, such, such. I was like, get the fuck. That, that was a girl I had went to fourth wow. grade with. Uh, fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. Isn't that crazy? We met back up in uh in Plainfield. Wow. Out of all fucking weird ass places, to me that's crazy. So that's that's sim- that's I mean, but that's across the world. Yeah, and decades apart. Literally, like that's nuts. That's nuts, man. Wow. That's nuts. Hey, that's that's good. That's good. That's, pff, that crochet class is coming in clutch for you. Ain't it? I just I just <laughs> enjoy it because like it's so lighthearted. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like. It's yeah. just fun. Easy going. Yeah. Got a hat in it. N- yeah. n- a hat made for you. I got a hat. Sarah made me a hat. Mm-hmm. That shit, that shit flicking though. Did we talk about that last week? Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. And I'm, I'm still proud of it. <laughs> um, however, uh, y'all probably like, let's get to uh, the facts. We got some pretty fun facts today. Y'all we probably, do. you probably don't think think about Rush Street like, like this, but we're going to break it down for you. That's what we are best at. And uh, this drink today is uh, brought to you by Sazerac. Brought to you by Sazerac. Actually, uh, not brought to you by Sazerac. No, no, no. Brought to you by us. Yeah, for but real. The, the bottle was gifted from Sazerac. They just ne- did not ask us to put no, it. No, no, ain't no, ain't no plug just, here. Yeah. Ain't no plug here. But you could drink whatever kind of yak you want to. But mm. the Sazerac, let's go. Uh, this going to be our first time trying. My first time trying it. Yeah, it's a. Man- I made a Manhattan yeah. uh, using it. So just oh, no. a simple little cocktail. There you go. Even the uh, <laughs> little stones in there. So I, I used, yeah. um, instead of ice an ice cube, I just used whiskey stones. The little whiskey stones. stones. And we got a little yeah. cherry in here. Let's, let's go see how that tastes. Mm. Might be too strong, but. Oh, yeah. that's It's smooth. Yeah? It's smooth. Okay. But that shit hit. Hold on one more time. <laughs> mm. Is it strong? Mm-hmm. Strong. Ah, y'all. I'm about it's to... a very simple cocktail. So it is. It is not... simple. It shit is shit going to be kicking my ass. <laughs> Uh, y'all, let's get cracking. I think there's a shot and a half in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm, I'm ready for it. Shot and a half. I, I can handle a shot and a yeah, half. Yeah. I'm a grown, I'm a grown yeah, ass like man. Ounce and a half. I drink more than that. I mean, I'm not a drinker, y'all. Like, but I'm a drinker. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Rush Street, like we said, one of Chicago's um, oldest streets. Now, this dates back all the way to 1837 Chicago's incorporation, okay? Yeah, that's how far back we going. Okay, um, so we not we not talking about like you know a street that was you know once we did the streets we did the streets you know talking about some streets things like that we did you know a couple posts first one that blew us up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, this one was a main trail at one right. point also so this has some very um, huge implications when it comes to the Native Americans that were here for. You know, really centuries before we were in decades, uh, before Chicago was even thought of, right? This was once the old Green Bay Trail, 
AKA uh, the Green Bay Road. And yeah, this trail was used by the Native Americans to go all the way up to Green Bay. And those trails, if you follow the podcast, it, uh, you know, you probably notice. But if you don't, these trails are significant because they were trading routes. They were routes how people got, you know, to and from. A lot of times, yeah. you know, the Native Americans. And then when the Europeans came, they the would. The conquistadors. Yeah, yeah, right. All them, they would just set up shop and, like, kind of have posts. Set up shop is a nice way to say conquer. Well, I mean, actually, literal shops, though, too. <laughs> I you know. know. Salons, salons yeah. and shit like that. Not salons, but you know that salons. came. Salons, but uh, <laughs> salon things is getting their hair did. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So so this is what that trail was, and so Rush Street is part of that street. Not all of Rush mm. Street. Not a lot of the. Uh, it's it's like mm, four blocks. Rush Street. Rush Street is long, but like no, I know, but like we're talking about four blocks. That probably prob- well, probably more to be honest with you. Well, yeah, I went. It went all the way up Green Bay. So this yeah. part, the part of Chicago, uh, the the downtown part, probably not so much that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that was more so. But maybe that means to get you to Wolf Point, right? You know, so to the port. Uh, yeah, to the port. We'll we'll get there in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so now that's kind of like the the early early beginnings, eighteen thirty seven, and we're gonna fast forward to. Uh, right around in between that time, the mm. 40s and the 50s, because this was the time where all of Chicago's elite were kind of like heading to and, and moving to. OK, right. um, and and realistically, people were still on the south side. You know, yeah. the, the elites were still on the south side. It wasn't until some bigger names started moving around. And start shaking up the uh, the I was mix. Say the movers and shakers. The yeah, movers and sh- shakers. They was out there. Uh, just name a few. We saw one dope building on Rush Street that mm-hmm. I guarantee you walk by at all times. You want to talk about it? Uh, the McCormick. The McCormick. So yeah, the there was a, there's a mansion on Rush that is uh, the only standing home in its style that mm-hmm. belongs to the McCormicks in that area. That area was once called McCormickville mm-hmm. because of how many houses they owned and then everyone built around them basically. Yep. So they're the reason that people wanted to be in that area. Uh, the limestone is from Joliet. So, and you, we see that a lot in like these old homes that have survived mm-hmm. is this Joliet limestone. Yeah. Um, and very fitting that we did yeah, Joliet to start this right? season out with. Uh, right? Very fitting. Uh, his name, John McCormick and his, yep. uh, his Don Robert, Robert Don, Hall. <laughs> son, Robert. Yeah. I said, done. Done. Yeah. Robert, um, but yeah, it's a it's a really gorgeous mansion, honestly. Yeah, yeah um, honestly, and for it to be that intact, right? I couldn't imagine living there. Yeah, I couldn't no. imagine living there. I mean, like now, it's like great. You would never would right, afford right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> this is wasn't for your well, black. No, yeah. so, no. It never was, never will be. <laughs> it never was, never will be. But the reason why we kind of highlight that one because that's like one that's still standing on and, Rush, and on Rush it, Street. It kind of like stands out too, just because yeah. around it there's so much new build. Yes, that it, it kind of that building, and then across the street from it, a block down, there's an old uh, theater building. But those two kind of like just stand out. Yeah. Uh, and it's like red, red uh, brick on the side. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a, it's beautiful, it's a really beautiful mansion. And and I guarantee anybody that's been downtown and walked around, you've passed you've it. Passed it. Uh, but it's I've like by it. Nordstrom, like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is it called? Like North. The, 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 um, the, the, a little bit further down, but it's it's uh, uh it's more closer to uh on the uh, Ontario, Ontario and where the TJ Maxx and all yeah. that little corner is. So speaking of that, I used to live. I uh, used to work it at the AT and T right there. Um, and I would walk literally. I would walk past that building all the time That's whenever. Crazy. Yeah, whenever I wanted to. 
um, go to Jake Melnick's right there, also on Rush. I, not uh, a little bit off Rush, but I would walk down there. Jake Melnick's was a very good uh, place. It still is. It yeah. still is jumbo ass wings. They definitely jumbo, they, ass jump, wings. jumbo wings. These wings are good. They, it's fire. I wonder if they still do jumbo. They do. Wings. They do. Uh, <laughs> I, every time when we were down there, I was like, we should go. But then I was like, we got a movie anyway. Um, but yeah, so that's why we wanted to highlight that one now. As we go along this timeline, in between the the forty and the fifties, um, Chicago is booming now. Chicago yeah. is starting to grow as as you know, maybe not our peak, definitely not our peak of fastest growing cities, but you know, it's growing. It's growing. It's getting and there. it's getting pretty rapid too. You know, yeah. you got to think we got a lot of industry is starting to kick mm-hmm. off here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, you know, we got some buildings that's starting to just uh, it's on yeah. the a decade or two away from getting built. Um, so people are moving and shaking down here. Got a fun fact for you, okay? So, okay. Uh, 1950, okay. if you've ever wondered about one-way streets here in Chicago, let me tell you this fun fact. Mm. 1950, because the traffic was so crazy right around Rush Street, on Rush Street, specifically Rush Street. Right. It was so crazy. Road. Yes, it's the main road. Chicago decided to finally adapt fully the uh, Uniform Vehicle Code of 1931 mm-hmm. for one-way traffic in the city, and primarily that street. And if you think about it, that Uniform Vehicle Code was 1931, uh, and, and I, I know I skipped, you know, I said a couple decades, uh, 1842. Yeah. So almost 90 years, 100 years is what I'm talking about. So a lot of shit changed. Um, but uh, the Chicago U created or started one-way traffic that year, 1950. Wow. Think about that. It's not too far. And the, the 1931 was, uh, you know, when they kind of intacted this. And I did a little bit more research, too. Uh, Chicago had some one-way streets, but pretty much like a lot of things, we really didn't care yeah. <laughs> about that because it didn't matter too much. Um, however, we decided, we were like, you know what? Let's go ahead and do this uh, this one way street because wow. we had to, we had to figure it out. Um, and so yeah, if you ever wondered about one way streets in Chicago, it started primarily around Rush Street in the nineteen fifties. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, now here's another fun fact, and we got to we got to the end. So if you're walking south on Rush Street. You know, you walk right to um, uh, the Wrigley uh, building and you walk, mm-hmm. you know, to a certain plaza uh, right there on the river. Yep. <laughs> you walk there right there to uh, that pla- the end of the road, basically. Right. Uh, and there once was way back when, y'all, way back when there was a bridge almost 100 years after uh, before we mm-hmm. are talking about that last date of that fun fact uh 19 in the 1800s 1800 mid 1800s there was a bridge that was used to cross over Michigan uh not Michigan Avenue uh the Chicago River mm-hmm. and this was a main bridge like this was the main bridge right. <laughs> like to to get across the way matter of fact i, I read somewhere that 77% of cars used that bridge in that time right in the mid 1800s wow. yeah and, 70 and, uh, uh not not uh, in in 19 in the 1900s uh early early 20 20th century wow. 77% of cars used that bridge and then 23% the rest of them were commercial vehicles mm. so you know you were trying to get into the loop that way right but that bridge has some turmoil well before that let me go ahead and break this down to you right 
1849, Chicago had that floating bridge right there. Right. And the floating bridge, what that means is it literally was in all, you know, basic terms, it was held by rope, right? <laughs> it was held mm-hmm. by rope uh, and uh, kind of like a swinging type bridge. That was destroyed in 1849 by ice storms twice wow. overnight. Insane. Now, moving forward from that, after they rebuilt that, the next one that was built was uh, in 1857. Not It wasn't built in 1857, but the next one was an iron and, iron and timber bridge. And that one was destroyed in 1857. Also, by the way, that one cost uh, $48,000 back then. Wait, I'm going to look how much that is. Go ahead, look that up. It was destroyed by, get this, a ship went by, blew a whistle, and a cattle stampede (laughs) destroyed the bridge. Wow. Think about how many cattle you need to destroy a bridge. And think about how weak well, that shit is. Well, how weak is, is the bridge? Yeah, yeah, how weak is that bridge uh, if, if cattle can just stampede over it and break That's it? That's wild. Yeah. Now, the next one. Go ahead. You got the number? I, I 48, do. 48,000? I do. What is it? Ooh, 1.9 million mm. almost. So, 2 million. 2 million yeah. in today's Ugh. time. I mean, that's relatively not bad. For a bridge. For a bridge. I mean, think about it. The that br- got destroyed. Right, <laughs> I guess. Okay, I'm thinking today's time. I mean, we we got that. Not we. You know what I mean, <laughs> not not we. You know, somebody got it. Maybe if you subscribe to the other podcast, uh, we might. We might get it. No. Um. Now here's the here's the next one after that iron and timber bridge. The third one is simply destroyed in uh, Chicago Fire, 1871. <laughs> that was the that's most. Crazy. Yeah, that's the most obvious uh, destruction. Now the here's the next one. The next one because that one was rebuilt. The next one was destroyed. 1883 by a barge you know how they say (laughs) if like like let's say a storefront exists Mm -hmm. and multiple businesses fail in that same storefront why would you it's just cursed like why are you still trying to rent it out same why are we still rebuilding the same you know what i mean like just Think after the sec- third time yeah, no 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 foresight done. they well well it's funny that you say that I'm, I'm gonna give you coin i'm gonna give you coin because this is a they superstitious did. person came along and was like we, they, somebody was in that boardroom was like hey how many times are we gonna do this so uh the last one cost us forty eight thousand. <laughs> you know like you know um come on yeah so i think we should rethink how we build these things Correct. first you know because the big bad wolf then came through three times yeah. You know, let's get better. Let's get better. Better. And so this is what they did. Uh, that bridge, of course, was rebuilt. Yeah. But in the meantime, there was proposal for another throwaway mm-hmm. that was pretty popular. And they felt like, hey, this could be a new method to kind of like get rid mm-hmm. of some of that. They were trying to help out the traffic yeah. before they adopted that rule. Uh, and so in 1920, y'all. The Michigan Avenue Bridge was built to help out and alleviate the problem. Yeah, you, let's get go ahead. Yeah, it was help. It was meant to alleviate that problem. So, boom, there you go. There's that, the, that's, there's a, that's a very significant bridge. Yes. Uh, if you didn't know, Chicago's known for its movable bridges. We're gonna do an episode on that one. We are, but Michigan, the Michigan Avenue Bridge, in terms of like the layout of the city and like population moves. Is very significant. Yeah, uh, it really opened up that's, a lot. That's a good ass point. <laughs> to like the downtown area from the south side. Yeah, and the near south side. Yeah, because like it was you couldn't reach right certain parts of the city right, right. if you lived across the river right as easily. And, and, and like you said, so uh, 
you know, we know 18th Street, Prairie Avenue. Uh, that that was that was Millionaire's Row. Not until they figure out these bridges and like start going over there and start saying, "Hey, look!" But fun fact, fun fact, actually. Uh, speaking of, you know, the the move, um, the same guy I believe I believe the the guy uh, John M Van uh, Osdell. Mm-hmm. He also was the architect for the Palmer House, I believe. Oh wow! Yeah, I believe so, and um, so significant. And the reason the reason why I thought of that is like you know Palmer was the first one to move across the river and really like do it up and was like, yeah. yo, this is the new spot over here. And so you know, thanks to bridges and th- thanks to cars, <laughs> you that know what I mean? Was easy. Yeah, that shit was that that move was easy. There's something else really, 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 really cool that is it's a the most random fun fact you're gonna hear this whole episode besides the, the mayor's the first architect in Chicago. But uh you wanna tell them about the uh the Chicago port? Oh yeah. So that towards the end of Rush Street, once you hit um the Chicago port, yeah. which is really like the courtyard going down the stairs from the Wrigley building, yes. right? Right under there when you're like in Below Kinsey and Kinsey and, uh, water. and Rush Water Water Street, yeah, Water Street yeah. and Rush, um, which that, is a weird ass street because that's also Kinsey, it's also Water yeah, Street, it and weird. it's Rush. It's yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, uh, but that corner is where the first wheat wagon, wheat wagon, wheat wheat cargo? barge, wheat cargo, yeah, had ever moved from from Chicago from Chicago. Listen, what a random say that again. Thing say that again. I don't think like, they got you. Let, on me, that. let me let me tell you exactly what year that y- happened to y'all, because that is actually y'all the first wheat cargo that left Chicago correct. left from that warehouse. It was Newberry and Dole's warehouse, and in 1839 mm. they shipped the first cargo of wheat from the port of Chicago, right in that at that corner. That is. Boy, you know how many times people can walk past that? Literally. I mean, that, now that's a that's a historic attraction yeah. right there. A lot of people go there, get married, you walk, you know what I mean? But do you go down that? I think people do. Like, I think people, if, if, if you're imagining, right, but like who's down there? I feel like it's the gutter. It's a lot of parking. So reason why I say a lot of people are down there is because you park down there. And ex- yeah, there, there's a lot of parking. Deidre, she used to, uh, my sister, she she used to work uh, at the Wrigley um uh, what is it? Uh, the Tribune Tower. Tribune Tower. She used to work at Tribune Tower, and I, when I, I worked on Michigan Avenue, I would sometimes use her parking pass, mm. and not that I would walk that way because that was out of the way. But if I'm walking and I'm just kind of killing time, I've definitely walked down there to go up and sit on the river mm. for sure. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I think a lot of people have been. Ain't that crazy? And it just, I mean, we've passed it and never noticed right, it. right, uh, several times, and you know. We've said this before. Just look up. Me and Sarah have an yeah. eye now. Like it is almost second nature for us yeah. to like look at a building and be like, at "What is first, that?" First, we had to like intentionally Intention- look. Now, after a few years, you just notice. You just look. You just your our minds wander anyway. Yeah. Our minds now are trained to be like, "What is that?" <laughs> like the, the you were pointing out the uh, the faces and the sculptures. Yeah. Uh, on the- I I do that I do that a lot. I was telling Dario that whenever we're walking past a building and the facade just looks so cool and mm-hmm. intricate mm-hmm. and then like ironically you'll see like a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin Donuts and I'm like I wonder the the feeling of the day that this building opened mm-hmm. at what it was intended to be originally and some of these buildings were like hotels yeah. or um like offices or wh- whatever they were you know yeah. what i mean like they were so opulent for the yeah. time 
and now it's like a Dunkin' Donuts and no one cares about what it was. But yeah. like there's so much detail in every yeah. piece of stone that is in the, the facade of the building that I just always think like, I wonder what they what were that, doing. What like what that? it was like. The fr- that's, why when we did, that's why when we did the Chicago one episode, it was so fun to me to look through that because it's like, it's, it gave you a glimpse to yeah. that time of like what people were feeling like. Yes. Even if it was like a slice of the population, obviously it yeah. was not representative of everyone but it's just so interesting to me to be like they're going to like theater openings and like the plays and restaurant openings and uh, clubs and like it's just so cool i think the two of the dopest things not to go back on that episode but like two of the dopest things speaking of that um was reading about sunset cafe yes and how they basically wrote us a risk to be up in there yeah um but also they had an article in there that was um, uh, written by a New Yorker from the perspective of a New Yorker and mm-hmm. their thought process about of, being in Chicago. About Chicago. Yeah. Now, you know, Chicago, uh, New York, New York is our fifth most listened uh, uh, city, city uh, on this podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> hello, New York. Um, it's been rivalry between New York and uh, Chicago for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we always been second to them. You know what I mean? Like in their mind, they right. we always been second to them. Everything is smaller. And they got it from. It's crazy to see that. Isn't it? You know, I'm I'm 40, right? Yeah. And I grew up knowing that because of sports, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, you, you don't like New York sports. We I love New York the city, but like the sports, forget rivals. Y'all. Rivals. You know what I mean? But it's crazy. 130 years ago, 150 it's years ago, it's the same bullshit. <laughs> it was, a, but it was, it was no sports. You know what I mean? It was just right. off the strength of who growing faster. Yeah. You know, yeah. so uh, pretty dope. But I digress. Uh, before we almost done with this episode, but I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about. So we talk primarily about uh, the history and the southern end of the very, very southern end of yeah. Rush Street. But if you're on Rush Street and and if West. you are. You mean west and no 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 the the, the south end because north uh, it runs north to south Rush Street <laughs> but uh, the if you are if you are in uh, Chicago as a tourist Rush Street has a lot of cool things that you don't want to miss for example food shops uh, mm. Viagra Triangle which Viagra <laughs> Triangle is is uh, yeah go there it's a made up thing here in Chicago but it's a real thing so if you ever come down here and you need a sugar daddy. Uh, go go down there. That's where you need to be. <laughs> That's where you need to be. Um, but uh, you got you got uh, the intersection right there of it's, Oak Street, mm-hmm. and so you got very expensive cars you can enter on there. You got the uh, literally a block to the east at one point of, off Pearson. You got um, the water tower, so yeah. you can a lot of dope there's a history. lot of yeah. You could just walk up and down. Mind you, you will stay relatively in the downtown area because it just goes to like Gold Coast. Yes, um, but. You'll see a lot of history and a lot of a lot. His, super historic buildings yes. around there. Uh, it's pretty dope because it's cool, right yeah. next to Michigan Avenue. Right. And the thought process, Michigan Avenue is what you want to see. Yeah. But realistically. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Re, you know, really, here's the here's the real truth about Michigan Avenue. Michigan Avenue used to be like almost where the lakefront was. You know what I mean? Like right. it was like one block away from the lakefront. Yeah. So, um, and also there's maybe a bunch of dead bodies around there uh, buried on the ground because oh, I was like, clarify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, there, there might, there might be a lot of, uh, from old school, you know, Chicago, when it burned down, yeah. we got to rebuild, you know what I mean? Who knows where we put people, but, um, uh, also that wasn't the main road rush right. street was. Right. So, um, 
next time you're down here, take a look. Go eat. Go shop. And honestly, just yeah, look, look at a for, few different sites. For, and look for the plaques. Yes. There's plaques all up and down that street. So Literally. You'll see You'll see a ton. You'll learn a ton. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you did enjoy this episode, uh, hey. please share it with someone you love. It's the best way to support us is to share our content. Uh, we love doing this and we want to keep doing it. So please share it. And if you did not enjoy this episode, that's all right. Yeah, don't Check know what back. to tell you. Check back next week. Maybe that'll be mm. tickle your fancy. Mm-hmm. Tickle your tickle. Do these rocks melt? No, they're rocks. That's the whole point. I guess. I guess that makes them deep. I'm so getting, not I'm water to, down the. Drink. Starting to get drunk. Mm. <laughs> starting, starting to get drunk. That's what that is. Eat, eat that cherry. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. You you trying to see some sexual? No. Okay. All right. Well, I don't like cherries. No. Oh, let's get out of here, y'all. It's been great. God bless y'all. <laughs> <laughs> God bless y'all. Um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, buddy. Bye. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and we hope you loved it. And if you could, please follow us on social media at 77 Flavor Shy on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. If you have any ideas or deep dives that you'd love us to do, please contact us at media at 77 flavors shy. That's the number 77 flavors and shy for Chicago.com. If you like visuals, please subscribe and follow and watch us on our YouTube channel at the same thing, 77 flavors shy or search 77 flavors of Chicago. If you would like to support us monetarily, Go ahead and click that Buzzsprout link in the description of this episode. And as always, we gonna see you next week. Peace. <laughs>